0: I feel like everybody's right and everybody's wrong. 100%. Why is this important? Why are we even going here? He's helped a lot of guys. He's also not had success with a lot of guys. Come
1: in with a purpose, and they're very intentional with what they do and how they do it.
2: From the majors to the sandlot, baseball and softball share space in one place. Welcome to the Farm System.
0: Fellas, 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 welcome to the podcast. Oh, and the ladies, especially these ladies here now with us as We have a, um, a whole. Interesting podcast. We haven't done this, you, you girls. I'm gonna flop through you guys real quick. Look, look, look. We got the ladies with us today. Um, we're gonna dive into. We have um, Elena here, and also two page. I'm gonna have them go into uh, their backstories and stuff as well. But you know, really gonna highlight some softball here and some um, really good programs around the country, and um, also a unique time of year with all the recruiting and things like that as well. Um, but first, uh, we'll start. We gotta go with the with the elders first. Sorry, Elena, you gotta wait. <laughs> so um, first, uh, page. Why don't you kind of um, tell everybody. Um, who you are and kind of you know your your backstory and um, what you do now?
1: Yeah, so um, I'm Paige Senicky. I'm uh, going to be an incoming sophomore at University of Oregon. I play shortstop, kind of utility, kind of anywhere, but mostly shortstop. Um, yeah, I've been I played for Corona Angels just like Alina and with Co- uh, Coach Marty Tyson, and yeah, now I'm at Oregon, when, which I love. So yeah.
0: Awesome. All grab right. superstar.
2: I'm Alina Garcia. I'm a 2024 middle infielder, and from Southern California. I started playing baseball from Mm. three to 10 years old, and I did not want to play softball, no matter what. (laughs) And then my dad kind of forced me. And ever since then, I've loved it. And now I play for Corona Angels.
0: Love it. Love it. So kind of like, you know, uh, some big pieces here as well. Like obviously you guys talked about you guys both played um, for Marty, um, but also at this time of the year, there's a lot going on, obviously, with a lot of recruiting. Um, I know that you know both of you have gone through this process one obviously Elena with you currently doing it right now and then Paige also you've gone through this process as well um, this time of the year pretty exciting so one well, we'll just uh, first just kind of open up uh, Elena, why don't you start to, like just kind of talking about what this process has been like uh, for you I know it's all unique and the first time obviously you've mm-hmm. gone through something uh, you know like this um, and then why don't you kind of just open that up and what that process has been like
2: so this process i it was like unimaginable it's unreal it's a lot different than I expected right at midnight got my first call and ever right from that moment I kept getting more calls and more calls I got about 10 and now I'm just keep doing calls and getting more interest and lists of schools I want to go to
0: love that yeah and why don't you too uh, why don't you too why don't you kind of open up um, why don't you kind of just open up too about uh, what it's been like, because I know a lot of those uh, schools and stuff that you've gotten calls from are schools that you've aspired to play for, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, what does that like really felt like to obviously, you know, getting those calls at, you know, midnight, getting those, you know, multiple people reaching out and uh, kind of acknowledging obviously all the work that you've done over the years. You know, what does that um, felt like?
2: Yeah, so I'm so thankful and blessed to get all these calls because everything I've been working towards, it's like finally falling into place. And I have my ultimate goal of being an Olympian in the future. Mm. So it's just one goal down and just working on more to go.
0: Love that. Love that. And then um, Paige, why don't you kind of just open up uh, too as well? Obviously, you've gone through that, uh, that process as well. Um, Want to talk about like what that was like for you. And then I have a follow up question um, after that, too. All
1: right. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's a lot different back then now. Um, recruiting was a lot different back then. Like we would. We didn't really have September 1st, we did, but I committed when I was a freshman in high school. So mm. when I was in sixth grade, I was playing softball in Vegas from like three to sixth grade. And the the level of softball wasn't super high and I knew I needed to get more competitive with where I was playing. So I decided to join the Corona Angels and do a bunch of camps in California. And that's when I was becoming to get noticed by all these colleges. And that's when I joined Coach Marty Tyson, who had a huge impact on like the calls with all my coaches. So I remember when I was in about like seventh grade, I got a bunch of calls, just like kind of light ones, like smaller schools. And then it started to progressively get larger schools where I was going on visits and like unofficial visits. And then my eighth grade year, I was doing these visits. And then when I was a freshman, I remember taking all my visits on uh, crutches actually, I had torn my ACL. (laughs) So I remember going to these colleges, like are they even gonna want me anymore? Like I was on crutches going through the Oregon campus UCLA campus on these crutches but so yeah I ended up committing to University of Oregon uh, my freshman year uh, as of January so yeah it was basically a lot different than what Alina had gone through but it's something that uh, has changed and I think the rule now has been a lot better because of it so
0: love that yeah yeah and then also you know along with that um, now that you've gone through that process and are actually like out of school as well what would you say, like, you know, um, what advice do you have for players that are kind of going through that process right now? Um, And then I also have a follow-up question for both of you um, after that um, as well. Um, But yeah, what what advice uh, advice would you have for uh, people that are going through that process right now? Or, you know, give Elena advice now. Yeah,
1: I mean, I think a lot of people get nervous about September 1st, but it's like everybody's process is so different. Like, your story is going to be so different from everybody else. And I think, like, you shouldn't get discouraged about not getting that phone call that you wanted and you really just got to stick with like what you want with your gut and your heart and like know like think about what things you want in your life and your upcoming future that are going to affect those things so like even just like the coaches can be an idea like the school the area you're living in like it doesn't it's going to be about softball but it's also about like what you want to do with your afterlife too so I think you gotta think about all of it but i mean like don't feel discouraged ever and just keep like what your heart wants and what you want to do and i think that's
0: like the best thing you can do for it Thank love you. it yeah no and the question i was gonna have for both of you guys is because i saw this on uh twitter today is uh someone posted and they're like you know they got no calls yesterday right and you know along with that that's also a process kind of like you had touch on right there you kind of walked into the spider web i was going into is uh there's a lot of players that didn't get mm-hmm. you know a call uh yesterday um, as well. And, you know, obviously, um, with that process too, um, you guys have gone through again, there's no way you guys get to love. You guys are at now without having some disappointments along the way and some things that didn't go your way. And, um, those things as well. So, Olena, um, uh, why don't we kind of start kind of with you. Like if uh, someone the same thing too is going through the same process you are and they haven't gotten any calls today, what do you think, or uh, yesterday, what do you think, um, what advice would you give uh, those players?
2: I would say don't let that tear you down because that's not a call from a college. Is doesn't determine your worth. And you never know. Keep working hard. Amen. Keep doing yeah. you. <laughs> Keep doing you. Keep working hard. And they'll come. They'll come along the way. you'll end up where you're meant to end up.
0: Love it. How about you?
2: Yeah,
1: I mean, I think same thing as she was saying, like, it's going to come and like you got to just keep putting the hard work in and figuring out what like things going to make you stick out more at these tournaments and these games. Like what, what can I do differently now to get these coaches to get my like my attention? So I think just like figuring out what next step you have to do and just keep calm and like keep doing you kind of thing. Like you don't got to stress too much because at the end of the day, it's going to come and you're going to love wherever you go because that's like the destiny of it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. No, and the same thing I was going to say is, uh, you know, I played Division I. I, I got zero calls um, from a Division One almost ever, basically, until um, – <laughs> and even, too, when I actually – that ended up happening. I went to the junior college route. Obviously, a little bit different than softball. You don't see it as much uh, compared to baseball, where players go to, you know, a junior college first and then transfer in. Um, now, again, the same thing, too. It's like, uh, you know, I went um, the junior college route. I needed to develop. I was, I was 17 – Uh, for about a month and a half when I was in college, which is a lot different as well. A lot of players that I was going up, I know people that were 19 as a freshman, right? And then also in junior college, like if you never, um, if you never, like let's say you graduated high school, but you don't go straight into uh, college, like there's your clock never starts. So because of that, like there is people that are in junior college that might be like 24, 25, and they're a freshman, right? And that's something interesting to know that you have to compete against is someone that is that much more mature, especially when I was 17 years old, right? um, you know, and then, so I think that's a interesting kind of dynamic as well with that. But again, another word of encouragement from, you know, my side is the same thing. Like I wasn't a division one baseball player out of high school. Like I, I wasn't that good. Um, and I had to develop and I had to get a lot stronger and I had to, you know, develop my game and I need to get my arm a lot stronger. And I had to get a lot of those things and, um, really get some experience and I needed to mature a little bit in some of those things as well. And ended up becoming a division one baseball player. Um, and even then it wasn't the route that I thought it was going to go. I didn't, you know, I didn't know who, you know, university or UAPB was or University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff. Uh it was a HBCU. It wasn't, you know, like it wasn't like I had this list and it was like, you know, it wasn't a, you know, LSU or it wasn't, you know, an Oregon or it wasn't a UCLA or it wasn't, you know, any of those things. And so um I think it's a you know a process with that is um same thing as like not getting uh, identifying yourself obviously with you know whatever that is, whatever school it is or those things. And also I think it's interesting now too with Uh, There's transfer portals and all those things as well. So, again, you might have, you know, had eyes to want to go to Oregon or wanted to go to UCLA or wanted to go to Texas A&M or wanted to go to, you know, uh, Oklahoma or whatever that was. And um, sometimes, you know, again, some of these people might have gotten a mid-major call or something like that. And, you know, there is opportunities now that it's a little bit different uh, for players across. But um, one you guys talk about, too, um, I know over the years, especially like both of you, um, now with you in college as well, um, there has been uh, you guys travel a lot. You, know, you guys get to oh, go man. and experience a yeah. lot of things. <laughs> um, one, why don't we start? Why don't we start too? I'll, Lena, I'll kind of have you uh, start first. What has been your favorite place to travel to mm. so far?
2: My favorite place I've traveled to is probably Colorado. Okay. I think I don't know what it is. The weather hasn't been as bad as the other places.
0: Mm, interesting. The people
2: have been really welcoming there. They've been <laughs> nice. So I don't know. It just helped and the environment. But my favorite like trip. For Mm. softball was definitely oklahoma Mm. it was they didn't have much to do out there but just the way we did like how we played we got to the championship we took second but just the road to get there it was a really good experience
0: cool same question for you yeah
1: i think like oklahoma would be the best place for like experience wise cool like you're going to usa like national field that's where the world series played at like just my experiences in oklahoma like Junior National Trials, just a bunch of things I remember like deeply from Oklahoma. Yeah. This um, is not
0: an ad for Oklahoma, by the way. Anyways, go no. <laughs> <on>. <laughs> go ahead, <proceed>. um
1: <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> no, but I mean, yeah, Oklahoma. But yeah, when we went to Oregon, we went oh my gosh, I can't even think of the state now. <laughs> um it was definitely on the East Coast. It was where where's um UNC at? Uh, North Carolina, that's right. We yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in we went more, to North Carolina. Carolina. That was probably yeah. a cool state, just because I'd never been to North Carolina before. So I think just going there with my with my team and softball, yeah. was definitely like a fun experience and fun trip for us. So
0: Funny. awesome. And then um, obviously my favorite part when we're traveling a bunch is that's also too when the funniest stories and things happen, like <laughs> over with your teammates um, and things like that happen. You know, it was always on the road. They always say like again at one point you guys haven't got to this point yet, but at some point like you know old guys like me, you stop playing and like when you look back, like the games are fun, the wins and all those things are uh, for are amazing, but. Um, all the things you really remember is all the times you spent with Mm -hmm. your teammates and all those trips. And um, sometimes um, I I had to remind myself during those trips, but also a reminder for you guys is like um, is like actually being present, like being where your shoes are. And like in those moments, like it's like I know I was like an athlete and you guys are both like that too. It's just like, Accomplishers, right? You keep accomplishing these things, and I want a national title, and I want to get signed, and I want to, you know, like and all these things, you know, I want to be an Olympian, yeah. right? And then you, sometimes you get lost of the, the journey along the way, right? And kind of the destination is the disease, journey is the wor- uh, reward thing. But uh, there's a lot of fun things that happen during those trips. Uh, I'm gonna give you guys some freedom to share some stories. Paige's already there, already. Yeah. she she's already starting to think. Starting to think. <laughs> I think. Why, a, don't, uh, why don't you Why don't you gotta dive into uh, like your funniest story or one of your funnest times that uh, you yeah. had when you were traveling?
1: I think um back to North Carolina that's probably why I loved it yeah, so much. That makes sense. we were going to practice um, before our games that week and so we were in our bus like our normal big bus that we're always in and we're going to practice we're probably like three minutes away I mean most of our bus drivers are pretty old, which isn't like nothing bad about yeah. it but they're just these old guys and I remember we're about to go in this tunnel and like it said maximum whatever like nine feet and so he looks and he like brakes on the like <laughs> it puts so the brakes breaks. slams the brakes on and we're all like, What's going on? And then <laughs> he like looks back and tells our coaches, he's like, Uh, I don't think I'm gonna fit through this tunnel. Like, I don't know how I'm gonna get to the field kind of thing. And then wow. so it's like this very narrow road. I kid you not, we're there for an hour trying to figure out how we're gonna turn this bus around to go a different route. And like wow. this bus like wouldn't even like turn. Like it was like yeah. the, we had to call the cops and they had to get like a little escort out just for us to go to practice wow. that evening. Yeah, so wow. it was, and we're all just in the bus like laughing, having a good time. And this, and like all the coaches are really stressed. The bus driver is yeah. stressed yeah. and all of us are just laughing like, oh, practice a little later now. Like <laughs> it was funny. just funny. Yeah, that's funny. that was a fun all trip.
0: Right. Elena, same question.
2: All right, mine was in Oklahoma So the championship game, it's a best of three series. Mm -hmm. So after our first game, the 18s would play. So we went back in the clubhouse and we were making up cheers. We were trying to, we were keeping ourselves energetic Mm -hmm. and we were being really loud playing games. And then we turned around. And our coach was sleeping, yeah. <laughs> like he was sleeping in there. And we were like, man, are we not like entertaining enough or what? Uh, like uh, we thought we were loud. Yeah. So then we were all taking pictures of him. We have him to this day. And classic. then right after we got right back into our next game. That's,
0: that's funny. That's good. <laughs> yeah. No. And then as you guys, obviously, uh, both mentioned earlier, um, you know, obviously uh, you guys both played for a pretty historic uh, organization, uh, especially too as you're coming up in club all like, I know I remember uh, Elena, like I, I remember. You know, I've known you since way before <laughs> you know that as well. Uh, why don't you guys kind of both um, kind of open it up? Because again, that um, you know Marty's done a pretty good job, and also too, I, I again talked to a lot of coaches around the nation, and obviously they a lot of people recruit uh, from that organization, and a lot of the skills. And a lot of them say a lot of the same things about uh, a lot of skills that a lot of players have when they leave his program. So uh, why don't you guys kind of just uh, touch on that? And I'll start with you, Paige, since you're the, you of yeah. done there, and she's still kind of in it, but yeah. we'll start with you, and then I'll. We'll uh, s- uh,
1: yeah, Marty's my softball dad. Like, I mean everybody kinda says he's a softball dad, but um yeah, he gives us these skills as athletes and always is continuing to continuing to grow us as athletes. But I think like I'm sure Alina can agree that like he wants us to grow as people and women. And I think that's like something he really emphasizes. And I think mm-hmm. that's what makes us like a different program compared to everybody else's. Like he's growing us as athletes but also players and women. And I think that's something that's just so different about him and like he truly cares about everything you do and like wants to make sure like everything in life is going on like I remember like he gave us almost like every one of his athletes a call right when like a lot of things with mental health was going on this Mm. past year with colleges and I just remember he gave us a call and was like hey like are you doing okay like I'm here for you like if you need to talk so I mean like that just goes a long way and so like I think that's just like the skills that he wants to like pass down to us and I think that's Mm. like something super cool about him but yeah like obviously the athletic skills like we all have our athletic skills but like he just always is pushing us to get better and like you're never never settling with him. Like there's always something that you can get better at, and I think mm-hmm. like he really shows that. And like I don't know, he's just a fun time. He's a funny guy. Mm-hmm. Always got tricks up his sleeves. Chicken bones everywhere. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, no, I I love the Kona Angels and his family and Coach mori Tyson. So yeah. It's funny. Right.
0: So,
2: um, I recently. Like two years ago, that's when I started with the Angels, and Marty has definitely never let you settle. Like mm. you do something, you think you do something good and his compliment is decent.
1: <laughs> like he I
0: know that Marty like Coach, I know a, like.
2: A coach <laughs> Marty. Like yeah. he just always wants you to get better and grow. And mm. another thing that he's really helped me with is helping me be comfortable being uncomfortable. Mm. Cause I'm Not a really loud person, Mm -hmm. but Marty's definitely gotten things out of me. And even in practices, like if you make a great play, he wants you to show your energy. Mm -hmm. And he just gets like he gets the best out of you.
0: I like it. Yeah. No, that's cool. Um, No, it's always cool. I mean, like I said, I can still remember uh, coaches and every coach I had, you know, gave me bits and pieces and like made me into the player that I was and definitely super grateful um, for them as well. And um, McConnell, obviously with that, you know, um, Paige, like you did obviously land um, with uh, Oregon as well. And again, I've had the opportunity to talk with uh, with Sam, one of your coaches, and um, we got to build a relationship now over the last uh, year or so, and so I wanted to give you also an opportunity to talk about like your experience um, over at Oregon, and I know that like you're I've never seen you not in Oregon gear. Uh, actually, to be fair, I think I think the one day you wore a farm shirt, but then Oregon shorts, uh, I and mean, then maybe that other day I might have barely I might have been all no Oregon. Yeah. But that's because I told you not but, to wear Oregon stuff. Yeah. Other than that, I think that you know. So why don't you kind of talk about it?
1: Yeah, I mean my wardrobe's kind of all Oregon gear now. I like, can't yeah. blame me though. Yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> But, no, um, yeah, I mean, I was new as a freshman, and so was most of the coaching staff except for Coach Lombardi. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Coach Sam Martyr, Coach Regan, like Coach yeah. List, like they were all brand new. So we were kind of um, like kind of figuring it out all together. Like we were talking very open, and so I think that was really cool is like they got to know us a lot before even like starting season. And I think Coach Marder, um it was a grind this season. Like Grant and I did decent, but like at the end of the season we sat down. Like me and her definitely like getting coffee, and we'd, we talked. And I was like, all right, like, what's the next step? Like, I want to get these goals. Like, let's figure out what I can do. And that's when she uh, mentioned you. And you have obviously lived in Vegas, which was like a perfect fit for me. So I was like, yeah, like, let me do it. Like, let me do this evaluation. And so um, Coach Marta definitely wanted me to grow as an athlete. And it, I'm like, very thankful, like, that she always wanted me to continue to grow. And like, and she had these connections. So like me and Coach Marta's relationship is something special. And I'm very happy that I get to work with Um, You and Coach Marty, who are, like, just such knowledgeable people with the game, like, taught me a lot more about my body than in body awareness of how I move versus how I've been taught, like, prior. And Mm. then Coach Reagan was a former alum at Corona Angels, too, so Mm. she um, brought that little Coach Marty back in the game for me, too. So, like, her being a shortstop and played with Coach Marty, like, I saw a lot of similarities that were in her with um, Coach Marty, so I definitely felt very comfortable as a freshman. I felt like I had people that were very supportive and, like, going to be good – good people for me to be around and then of mm-hmm. course coach Lombardi is like the head of the head of the honcho so she um yeah she's just like a mom to me too like she mm-hmm. wants to get things done and I like just very like very grateful for all my coaches and I, I love Oregon I'm very very excited for the season mm-hmm. with them
0: love it love it yeah no. and then um Elena I wanted to kind of circle back with that is obviously I haven't picked a school that you want to go to um yet and I kind of want uh, you to kind of open up as well I think there's a lot of players that are uh, maybe you're like shaping their ideas of what mm-hmm. schools they want to go to and why. And I think you've gotten to go deeper on that because you do have some options and some things that you've gotten to think through. So for you, what are things that have been important um, you know for you and like what were you looking for like yeah. out of schools?
2: So me looking into schools, obviously I want a good education out of it because I can't play softball for the rest of my life. <laughs> so I want to get a good education. I want great coaches that push me. And that will get me better as I'm there because I want to keep improving. And if for after college, I mm-hmm. still want to play softball. Mm-hmm. So to get me to that step, I want to get to and keep pushing and pushing me. Mm-hmm. And more, I've been looking for a uh, organization, a program that wants to win a national title because mm-hmm. I want to win who doesn't want to win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I want to be part <laughs> of that environment
0: yeah no i thought that was um pretty cool um also um me and your dad were talking the other day and i thought this was a cool thing so i kind of wanted you to share your perspective on this is obviously um and this is kind of for both of you guys um here uh but specifically um you know again uh alana you've gotten to go to a pretty good amount of camps and also too like you've uh, got to uh, be around a lot of really good uh, players really throughout your whole time and you know obviously playing with um Uh, The Angels, you guys have also around some really good players as well. Um, But uh, specifically, like some of these schools are recruiting, um, you know, some other really good players at your same position. Right. And again, I'm sure it was the same when you were getting recruited. Um, But, you know, along with that, um, and some are really talented and maybe be just as good or maybe even better or maybe just a step behind you and, could you know, catch them that way. What is your guys kind of your dad was kind of sharing me with me your perspective on. Um, you know, that with like other players being really good at, you know, Mm -hmm. your same position. What has been your thought process kind of behind that as you've been getting recruited?
2: So when I go to camps, of course, everybody there is interested in going to that school. So I need to find the way, my way to stand out. Mm -hmm. So how I do it, I want to hustle. I want to be the first one out, first one, first one doing everything. And I want to beat them in everything I do, Mm -hmm. be coachable. Anything they teach me, I do. And I just want to stand out by doing everything one step ahead of them mm-hmm. and yeah just like that
0: yeah and then what Paige? what was your kind of mindset when you're getting, getting recruited and there's other players that are you know again in the school might be recruiting you know some of those players you know that are uh, just as good or you know with that as well what, what was kind of your mindset throughout that process
1: yeah i think for me like kind of same thing like you want to stick out and like my way of sticking out was going like 110 percent like with every play like they, they kind of look at me like, oh yeah, she'd run through a wall for you kind of thing. And I think that's what made me stick out a little bit more uh, compared to the other athletes. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's just finding what, what makes you stick out more and kind of just going with that. And I think also just the energy part of it was like my way of doing it too. And also like listening to the coaches at the camp and being able to make the adjustments that they want. Like, yeah. oh yeah, she can adjust fast. Like that's yeah. what we want, like, and not just yeah. keep doing the same thing over and over and failing that way. Like, I think at camps you definitely want to stand out. Even, like, I remember shagging at, like, an Arizona camp, and I, like, think I caught Coach Mike Kendra's eye just because I was diving left and right, this way and that way, mm-hmm. and I think that was kind of just a way that, oh, oh, yeah, she likes to play ball kind of thing. So Yeah,
0: no, love that. One of the things I'll say about both of you guys, one of the things that uh, overlap, um, you know, with that and having the opportunity to train uh, both you guys a little bit now is that, that kind of mindset of uh, both of you guys on top of all the skills you guys have, but both of you guys are both really good teammates. And what I mean by that is like even the fact I think one of the ways that in uh, the page I identify kind of with you in that way as well of like, uh, I played a lot of positions. It was like whatever the team needed at whatever level. Like I grew up most of my life playing catcher and then like my co- my team needed me to yeah, to play shortstop. And, like, my team needed me to pitch. My team needed me to close. My team needed me to start. My team needed me to play third. My team needed me to play second. I needed to play left field, right? My body was changing over time. <laughs> and, well, you know, there's players that were better than me in certain teams at different positions. Um, I think that that's been big. And um, one of the same things, too, um, you know, definitely, Atlanta, I've been around you long enough uh, with that as well. Uh, of uh, One of the things me and your dad were talking about was, uh, you know, uh, one of these, uh, when you went to... Uh, that camp out in there um, at Texas A&M, um, they have some another really good shortstop that's playing that position. Um, and also, too, I know that oftentimes you've said this to me, too, and also, too, when I was talking to your dad, him saying that you brought that up is, like, you're, like, good. Like, I want good. Yeah. I, I want, like, if yeah. she gets recruited, too, like, great. Uh-huh. Like, I want to have good players, like, on my team. Um, you know, like that, again, you want to win a national title. Like there's going to be, you know, yeah, it can't just be you. Right. And if you're the team, that's like, I'm the only good player that you're recruiting. Well, that's probably a problem. We're probably not going to win a national (laughs) title if that's the (laughs) chance. And, you know, again, most programs and especially softball programs, um, a lot of times they're recruiting shortstops and center fielders, and then they're pushing them to other positions, right? Like they recruit for shortstops and then not every, not everybody's going to be a shortstop, Right. Or, you know, one of the things I looked at as well is like, you know, uh, for example is like there's certain schools where I'm like, Hey, like if they didn't have like a superstar shortstop, like that girl that's playing second base, would be playing shortstop. Like she's, you know, good enough to play shortstop. You just happened to be that girl that's playing there is like a, you know, three time all American, like, you know, she's just legit, you know? So, um, I think that's something, you know, is cool. Like I thought was a really good, you know, um, mindset you need to have to, you know, be on a championship team. Cause I think, um, sometimes people, we can get stuck in the place. And I think it, you're probably rooted in a place of just insecurity though. Um, um, is that, um, you want to go on a team and like, I remember at certain points, like I wanted to be the man, you know, like I wanted to be the dude on the team, but when you're the dude and you're not that good, then the team's probably not that good, <laughs> you know? And I, I wasn't saying I was the most, you know, talented in certain teams. I was the dude and other teams, I wasn't the dude, you know? And, and in, in usually a lot of teams that we were really good, it was like, you know, maybe I might've developed and became the dude over time. But, um, yeah, I think that was pretty cool. Um, yeah. So then just also to, um, wanted to, uh, kind of go into, uh, some of the things that you guys. Um, you guys, again, especially like Elena, I know you've kind of been a student of a lot of parts of the game, uh, many parts of the game. And also, too, I've gotten to experience some of um, the you know, developing your guys's, um, you know, thoughts and mentalities kind of like when you guys are playing um, and also throughout the game. So I kind of wanted to touch on that kind of with uh, both you guys, uh, what that looks like. So um, when you guys are like locked in and like like ideal like mindset mm-hmm. like when you guys are in your spot when everything's cracking you guys are yeah. <laughs> you guys are rolling right and, and you're in a hot streak you know why don't uh page why don't you kind of just open up uh where your mind's at kind of how you're thinking and like the mentality that you're typically having when you're being successful
1: yeah um when i think of my most like locked in moments throughout my career i just think about how like relaxed i am like i'm just like in such the moment of like really loving the game and competing and like just, like, really, like, taking advantage of those moments because, like, when you're locked in, like, you're, like, unstoppable kind of feeling. And, like, mm. obviously that confidence is going to keep continuing through that, like, success. But, like, I think just having that relaxed and not just super, like, anxious about things. Like, I think I can get anxious sometimes when I'm struggling. And so, like, when I'm locked in, I'm very relaxed and I'm just loving the game and just want to keep keep doing different things. And I, I feel like being relaxed and being able to just keep that composure, like, lets me to expand my horizons with my pl- like level of play and I think um obviously like I'm a very competitive person so mm-hmm. like I'm going to compete no matter what time it is whether I'm struggling or being successful but I think having that calmness and composure while having that high level com- competition really brings out the best um level of play for me
0: personally but yeah what do you think Elena?
2: When I'm locked in, if I'm in the box, I'm like, this pitcher's not beating me. Like, mm-hmm. I'm beating you. I don't care where, who you think you are. I'm mm-hmm. getting a hit off of you. If I'm on defense, I'm no ball's getting past me. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just being that confident player and just knowing that you're going to succeed. And if not, because th- you fail. Softball's a game of failure. You just mm-hmm. got to learn from it and succeed your, ne- your next shot.
0: Yeah, I love that. And for, you know, for both of you guys, um, both of you guys have really great families. Like I've gotten the opportunity, you know, uh, especially Elena, I've gotten to spend a lot of time, your family's basically my family. So, you know, again, along with that, I've gotten to spend um, a lot of time with uh, both of you guys there. I think that uh, with both of your guys' mindsets, um, I feel like your guys' family is kind of fed into some of those things and some of the uh, composure. Page, you haven't been around when I, you know, when I'm talking smack about you when you're not around. But uh, one of the things <laughs> I've talked about, um, one of the things I've talked about, just spending my time with you is just like um, people see you on the field, they they see those those other sides, but um, like. Like you're a great person, like just like as a person, like very grateful and like all these other things. And I think that feeds into like, you know, your composure and some of these other things of like, um, where your identity is and that and kind of getting lost in, you know, maybe performance of being like, okay, well I'm three for three today. So my efforts going to be higher or, you know, I'm going to be a good teammate right now. Cause I'm hitting, you know, where you're the same day in and day out I've, you've been in here where, you know, you've crush it that day and then you know days where it's like okay it's just another day and like I don't, I don't know necessarily if we had a day where you've been terrible or anything yet um, <laughs> Maybe <laughs> it's probably because i every time we, before we start the day usually i give you the don't, don't suck, suck switch, Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> but um yeah but why don't you kind of open that up um about where you think kind of like that composure and some of that you know mindset stuff might have came from for you
1: yeah i mean obviously it always goes back to family but i mean this year especially i took a class at oregon it was my mm. first class in fall and it was a cpsy class it was just a bunch of student athletes and we talked about athlete identity and it's mm. something that we get so caught up in in life and it's like oh like my identity is just based off of softball yeah and like granted like i felt like i did a pretty good job of separating those two because i think that's important in my life too yeah but like there's definitely sides where i was like oh yeah maybe i am like taking softball a little bit too much of my identity and so I think that was something really cool I learned in the CPSY class but Mm. for me personally like my family was like that rock for me like yeah growing up like I mean we're just such a really competitive family like my mom played college softball my dad was a swimmer for Mm -hmm. college too so like definitely like competitive genes in there but like I think for them it was always like what you commit to like you need to finish that commitment it's always Mm -hmm. like you gotta, what you start, you gotta finish kind of thing. And I think just having that mentality of like, just continuing to go and not like giving up just when things get hard. And Mm. so I think that having that rock and foundation has been something huge for me. And like, Mm. my dad always told me like, there's always someone better than you. So like, Mm. you gotta work harder to be better than them. And I think that's something like, we always, I would always go by growing up. And even like before school, he would say, my mom and dad, before I'd leave for um, class, they'd be like, be kind. And then I'd say, work hard. That was like every day, every morning that was something we said and it was just two things that like are big values or values in my life and in my family's life being kind and working hard like those two things like can take you really far when you just really focus on those two things in life and I think I don't know that's just that's like fire. it's yeah, just yeah great. it's like super simple but like man like yeah I go back to those two values easy, not simple <laughs> yeah <laughs> or simple not easy yeah, though, way. yeah. so like yeah. I mean I just go back to those and I, I'm very thankful to have just the biggest supporters in my life even my brother like it's just i just have such a good family to keep me going and take me to places where i could get these opportunities like i can't imagine if i like my family was like no like we can't do this for you like they they would work their butt off so i could get what i want like i want to be an olympian too like i want to i want to do it all like Mm. let's win this world series let's be an olympian like Mm. bring it on kind of thing and they're like Mm. they're with me so i'm yeah i'm just i just love them so yeah
0: yeah and no and out of respect for um obviously uh some of the losses and things that Uh, the softball community um, had this year. I think you did uh, a great piece there, and you kind of touched on that, and then, Elena, I'm going to circle back kind of with that uh, for you as well. But you touched on um, there where you talked about um, how you're in class and how um, I think a lot of people talk about that, of being like, hey, I need to get my identity outside of Mm -hmm. softball, but they don't talk about, like, how and what that process was like to, like, you know, uh, start separating that. So for you, how did you go about, you know, um, not putting your identity inside of softball?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's different for, like, every person. But, like, I felt like I was already in a pretty good spot. But, like, I know for me personally, I had to do different things that I liked enjoying myself in my Mm -hmm. free time. Like, I wasn't, like, I needed to separate. Like, when softball was done sometimes, like, yeah, I love softball. And, I I, like, if I was struggling, like, it sucks. But, like, sometimes I would just need to, after practice, go home, like, read Mm -hmm. a book or, like, listen to a podcast that had really nothing to do with softball but just, Mm -hmm. like, me just relaxing and just, like, Think about myself and how I can be better, and like Mm. I would write a journal, just things of how I was feeling, and it just let me like kind of decompress all those emotions. And I think that like let me kind of take a step away from softball away. And then like when I need to go back to softball, I'm locked in. It's just kind of like you know lock in with softball and Mm. practice and games, and then okay now I'm home. Let me lock into my schoolwork. Let me lock Mm. into my relationships with my friends. Yeah, Yeah. it's being very present. I think that was something was like mindfulness. Like that was something. I learned this year that was huge for me was being mindful like mm-hmm. you got to be very present in the moment because if you try to think too much in the past or too much in the future you just get really boggled up with all your emotions so i think mindfulness mm-hmm. was probably the best way for me
0: love that yeah and then um obviously can i circle back on that question so um obviously um with you as a competitor um know your family same thing too of uh you know it starts from the, the same thing too like and of uh your I, I give your brother a hard time all the time about how, how you're better than him constantly. So uh, you're pushing him in that way. But also, too, um, you know, again, that was a pretty good baseball player, too, as well. And also, obviously, uh, still really compar- competitive. He's, he's often found inside the facility playing ping pong and whooping yes. somebody, um, you know, and also too, what he does from a coaching standpoint. So what, why don't you kind of just open that up of, you know, where that mentality and a lot of those things uh, started for you?
2: A lot of my mentality and getting me competitive has honestly came from my little brother Aaron. Mm-hmm. He will, no matter how good I do, he'll tell me, "You need to be better at this. You need to be <laughs> better at this." Or like he, love he'll a always brother. tell me, "You're not better than me. Like I'm always, I'm better than you at everything." Uh-huh. I'm like, man, like I'm never gonna, I'm not gonna let him get better than me. <laughs> like uh-huh. no matter how good he gets, I'm gonna be ahead of him. Uh-huh. And then my Sorry. dad, he's taught me because I watched a lot of his games. I enjoy watching him coach. I enjoy Mm -hmm. watching his team play. And I just think him impacting me has, he just been telling me like hustle. And the only thing he'll yell at me for isn't striking out Mm because everybody strikes out, everybody makes errors, but he just wants me hustling and being going 110% every play. Mm -hmm. As long as I do that, he's happy with me.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, no. um, Awesome. So yeah. And then, um, Definitely wanted to touch on, um, you know, with both of you two as well, like um, very easy for me thinking from the hitting side uh, with things with you. But like both you guys, too, are like elite defenders and also too both blazing fast yeah. i'm gonna have you guys race out in the parking lot after this just to, just to the yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um no yeah definitely uh, kind of along with that i mean obviously there's a lot of other parts of the game and like taking pride in a lot of other areas of the game as well so i kind of was gonna have you guys open that up um you know because again um i know and it, it's actually funny kind of with both you guys was that was the thing is like alana when i first met you like elite defender you know could run um hitting was like mm, is okay, okay. <laughs> and then you know Paige kind of the same thing right well, like we first met it's like you know hey like you know again obviously you hit at uh, other levels again getting uh, to Oregon and again got it got met some resistance there but also um as well like again you've uh, like elite defender and also can play a lot of different positions which is a skill in itself um but then also too like you know really fast and those other parts of your game so um I guess what I want to dive into um and uh, I'll Elena, I'll have you go first on this one. I'm going to go to Paige every time first. Um, <laughs> is that, um, you know, kind of open that up about um, really, like, balancing, like, your training and kind of being a well-rounded player and, like, why, um, you know, again, are the player that you are.
2: Yeah. So a lot of it comes from when you're practicing, you you don't, like, every every rep is for a reason. You you want to keep it game-like. If, you're, if I'm hitting in a cage, like, mm-hmm. there's a runner at third and I'm scoring that run. Mm-hmm. Like, you always want to practice for a purpose mm-hmm. and if I'm at home and I'm defending like everything I don't want to mess up like mm-hmm. I want if I'm at, if I mess up at home practicing then what am I going to do in a game mm-hmm. so a lot of it is just at home keeping everything 100% a game mentality.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. How about you Paige?
1: yeah i mean I, i've watched alina play like i remember her coming to marty's 18 year practice and like you know when someone has like raw talent like mm-hmm. i like always like remember you and so like i mm-hmm. think that's what's cool like we're very similar like i feel the same way like never really taking that rep off like, you gotta be locked in and ready to go at all times and i think like we're mm-hmm. similar in that way because like when i'm on that field or in the batter's box or in the cage like yep. i'm going all out right here i'm not going to yeah. make myself go any less or more like i just want to like i'm gonna win this moment kind of yeah. thing and so yeah i'd say very similar to her
0: yeah no and i would say the same thing to um um Elena, thank thank god you're not driving yet you know or at least <laughs> to my knowledge um but with that page you know like one thing i'll say again along with it is i think one thing that i really would talk to a lot of people about when i was a division one baseball player is like yo like and especially because i played in the nai afterwards which is just, again you guys will probably never have to Ever even know more about that league, but <laughs> along with it, like when I played in the NAIA, like you know, my NAIA team would have smashed my Division One team, right? But it was a mid-major and all these other things going on. But and also we were really good. There's a lot of really talented players in the NAIA. But what I would always say is the difference between the different levels is like to be a Division One athlete. Uh, there's a lot more that comes with it. It's not just talent, right? Like and for example, you know, I was gonna say for uh, Paige, for example, like you've never been late, ever. Like, again, beforehand, like, again, night before, like, even for this, like, today, you're like, hey, like, blah, 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 what time are you thinking? I'm, like, again, always communicating, like, all those other things, and it's, like, all of that is, like, mentality-wise of things that go in, and I took uh, that same mindset, and, again, to play at that level, again, like, um, and Paige, I was going to have you talk on that, is there's a lot of athletes that are taking, like, smaller majors, and both of you, like, education's really important, and, like, you could have easily taken, um, you know, an easier major, right? Like, you've taken... (laughs) You know, yeah. some um, so i was always gonna have you kind of open up on that because again, a lot of athletes choose to go that route because it is really hard with everything, the demand that you have on the field and all those things, especially when you're playing at a bigger school. Um, you know, and again, um, you know all the workouts and where you got to be here and there, and then like you know it's really tight schedules, um, and then also too because Division One you have clocks and so you have to, mm-hmm. you know, like okay, hey, I I only have this amount of time, so you guys are like on the go and need to be like on point with going through things. But why don't you kind of like open that up uh, one about why you. Cl- uh, pick the major that you did. And then two um, on top of that as well, um, where do you think that, you know, kind of talking some of those like, softer skills I guess I would say um with it that it takes to play at that level
1: yeah um so I'm a human physiology major which Mm. is very rare in the softball program yeah Yeah. (laughs) you can listen to a lot of the girls who start as a human phys major and then Mm -hmm. as they go (laughs) yeah slowly start to become a psych major but yeah Yeah. (laughs) no yeah I've definitely picked one of like the hardest majors at Oregon but it's something that I'm very passionate about and I think that's what like keeps me going like Mm -hmm. I'm passionate about human phys because oh I tore my ACL like I want to know why my what I can do to help other athletes like me get through those injuries and like mentally and physically. So like, Mm. I'm very passionate about that. So I'm going to continue doing that because it's like something I love and want to do, but it definitely takes a lot of sacrifice. It's a lot of extra communication extra work extra hours like it's frustrating sometimes seeing my roommates be able to like <laughs> chill on the couch <laughs> yeah, yeah. watching tv and I'm like studying chem and like doing all this like I had to take a chem class this summer too just to so I can be on time with everything it's hard to take certain classes during season so yeah it's definitely a grind but it's like I've always been in that grind mentality so I feel yeah. like it's like I kind of love it in a way like but like like I said you have to have the skills to be able to work on that time management and communication like if I wasn't well at those skills then I wouldn't be able to perform in softball and school like mm-hmm. i have to be able to tell my coaches like hey like this is what i have going on i need to go to weights this time because i can't make it at this time kind of thing like yeah. it's going to it's it's a struggle but mm-hmm. um it's definitely it's worth it when you have like a very big passion about it and i think that's what you got to keep going with like just cuz it's hard like if you're passionate about it like you got to go for it kind of thing
0: yeah and i also wanted to circle back on uh, some of those like you know softer skills kind of the second part of that question as well is like um, I think a lot of things that people miss there it's like they think it's just like oh for me to play division one I, I have to have this level of talent and it's like yeah like that's obviously you, you need to be good but also too there's a lot of players that are really good that um, you know don't make it at that level for a lot of other reasons again like when it comes to schooling or the discipline it takes and you know um, all those other things so why don't you kind of talk about like what do you think it like takes to play at that level of like you know the difference in skill not just that skill of like talent of playing softball but the other things as well
1: like compared from like high school to
0: yeah i would say or like you know again um just other like again like uh very different from like a uh, different levels of play right like there's a whole bunch of girls that play junior college like uh, okay there's a whole oh, bunch yeah. of girls that play you know nai you know softball there's less mm-hmm. programs like that across the nation d2 d3 and also two some that are, again i know that for example for me um there's a lot of baseball players that were better than me that just ne- stop playing, you know, yeah. because they, again, either, uh, didn't have the grades to do X, Y, Z, Z, or again, kept getting into trouble. You know, we talked about that. Me and you talked about that the yeah. other day is like, Hey, like I play for Oregon, right? Like again, if, if a girl at some no name junior college gets a DUI, it's not yeah. a big deal. Like me as an Oregon player, like, you know, like it's a big deal, you know, yeah. for me, like there is a standard of what this looks like. There is a standard for all these other things. And, um, I think a lot of people don't really think about that, um, of what that takes as, like, character to kind of play at that level as well. So why don't you kind of, like, open up some of that, of, like, what you think it really takes to yeah. um, play for your guys at that level?
1: I think, like, it takes a hard focus and kind of a sense of pride. Like, mm-hmm. I know I'm an athlete at Oregon, so, like, the kind of that pride of it, like, I need to be doing my best, like, outside of softball, during softball, in the community. Like, I see it, like, people see me. Like, I'm I'm wearing the uniform of Oregon across my chest. Like, I want people to know that. Like, I'm being well taken care of and well behaved around everybody. Like, I don't want people to think that I'm doing all this crazy stuff. So I think it's a hard focus because there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of stuff going on around you that mm-hmm. you could get very distracted by. So yeah. I think what makes, like, what you have to, what the difference is between the two, like, different levels of play is, like, that focus. Yeah. Like, it's a sharper focus that you kind of really have to really take deeper focus in because, like, if you don't, then that's when you start to slowly, like, disappear from that and that's when you don't yeah. see people succeed in that level.
0: Yeah. And then also I was going to have you, um, something that Elena hasn't had to deal with though, as well as, um, you know, you're at home when you're in high school, you're at home, all those other things happen. And then all of a sudden you move away from home, right. And some of that structure and some of that stuff was coming from, you know, parents are getting you here, they're doing X, Y, and Z, or, um, you know, again, there's just a lot of structure because, um, you know, you just haven't been on your own at all yet. And a lot of people get there and get to colleges and the parties and there's boys and there's this and there's that, right. And all those things happen. um, how have you. Um, you know kind of especially being at uh, Oregon that same way like there's you know there's football games there's like you guys have a lot of sports that are you know really good in a yeah. lot of things um, how have you again the same way too is like not, not get distracted by and I know you were kind of talking about focus there that's what thought, made me think of it but have you navigated kind of through there as you transitioned into college
1: yeah I mean like I know what my goals are and what I want to accomplish so i think that's kind of the driving force and factor of it yeah um so i think that's what helps my focus so like become so strong and then there's also like other things like for me like you'll find out like there's different ways you want to write like your schedule and things like i i have a week schedule i even do it back home now like i write down like monday through saturday or monday through sunday and i write down everything i want to get accomplished in each day and like that's what i need to do and like i do that and i love it and it works for me so (laughs) i think it's like finding out like what kind of things you need to do like oh like I'll write down, maybe there's a football game I'll have time for, (laughs) (laughs) like, maybe (laughs) have different color pens kind of thing, but, yeah, yeah, it's, like, finding out what, like, works for you, and, like, I don't know, like, you know what your goals are, so it's, like, keeping that focus to that, and then maybe, like, it's always, like, you want to have fun, too, like, you don't, you go to college to work hard and do that, but, like, have some fun, too, so, like, Go to that football game. I remember my biggest regret was not going to a Luke Combs concert with my teammates. <laughs> yeah. It was during fall. I was like, man, I should have went. And I was yeah. like, I have a chem
0: test tomorrow. But, like, yeah.
1: I mean, it's like figuring out, like, what. Like, it's also you got to be good emotionally, too, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's what I would say. Balance everything.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I was going uh, it, to. It's, it's funny because I was. What I thought of when you talked about the schedule is I remember when you started first training here. We got an email with your schedule written out of what days you had available <laughs> and when we could fit you in and like all those yeah. things. And like, I knew your schedule of, uh, what that was. And so it's, it's funny. Cause when you said that, I was like, no, I literally like, I that know,
1: wasn't really. even my like weekly one yeah. either. That was just like a month that I put out for you yeah, like let me, let me
0: just throw a schedule together show you what I'm available. No, I thought, I thought that that was um, kind of cool <laughs> there as well. Um, no. And then also, um, Alana, I wanted to bring this up, um, because even though, um, your little brother is probably a pain in the butt for you. Um, I think that, I think you're a really good older sister. Like for example, if I want a video of your brother, I text you because you have a video of like every one of his at bats um, and all of his things. And again, like you um, again, go to a lot of his games. Like you don't need to be there. Um, And again, um that's that's not a knock on my sister she missed some of my baseball games all right i'm, 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 I'm now that i've seen you as your sister I'm like, hey you should have been everyone um but yeah why don't you kind of open that up um as well i know you guys are competitive but mm-hmm. also too you guys have a really good relationship yeah. so kind why of don't, why don't you open that up
2: well every opportunity i have to go watch him play even if i need to wake up at 5 30 in the morning to go watch him mm-hmm. i'm going it's mm-hmm. just watching him play i see him especially i love watching him catch he's mm-hmm. it's like he's almost in his own world like <laughs> oh he's just,
0: always in his own world. like oh yeah for sure he's always but
2: yeah. catching like i don't know how to explain he's just does things that you don't see other catchers doing like mm-hmm. he'll on his own make up pick plays and he the way his mind works is just crazy so i also learn a lot from him mm. i learn many lessons and mm. how to get better a mindset from my brother and we just always competing and the way off the field mm. me and him always laugh together like yeah we get in trouble for being too loud because we can't stop laughing for sure <laughs> we're just super close
0: yeah no that's funny no and obviously too i've uh, trained both of you guys together and i was the same thing it's like when you guys are together sometimes i'm like all right like <laughs> all right like but it's just you it's like when both of you guys are together i'm like all right all right i gotta it's, dial it's you guys back to get in him to be serious yeah 100 <laughs> no but i also too Um, along with that um it's funny because um usually my best players are one or the other right either they're really serious and like Mm -hmm. locked in like page like very structured and those things and like okay i get all these things on or they're completely the opposite way and they're like really goofy and they're (laughs) all over the place and like you can't get them to be serious and they don't take anything seriously Mm -hmm. and i think on like you know kind of both of those i think what really works for you know like uh that is like um, like obviously your brother knows how to turn it on and yeah. you can get passionate, all those other things as well. Um, don't want to knock, uh, you know, misrepresent that. Uh, but also too, I think he does a good job of not taking things personal. Um, and like, you know, just learning from things and, and making adjustments and, and stuff like that as well. Um, but it's just funny because we we're, I was actually talking about that, with um, uh, Cody yesterday. What was that? I was like, usually my best players are like one way or another. Either they're super goofy and like they're, you know, just uh, lackadaisical, like kind of off the field mm-hmm. or in between, you know, uh, at bats or that, you know, they're smiling during the game and it's all those. And or they're like super serious and like, you know, <laughs> locked in. Um, yeah. So um, last question and we'll wrap up with you guys and uh, get some things going. But um, yeah. So my last question uh, for both you guys as well is that if let's go. Let's go uh, right now, um, right now in your guys' head. What is your, like, ultimate, like, goal right now? Like, what is your, in your head, like, okay, this is my, this is my big one. This is what I'm chasing down. This is the thing is, like, my, like, again, it might be 10 years out. It might be three years out. Whatever that is, why don't you guys kind of open it up? um, Eleni, you're younger, so you get to go first in this one, too. Why don't you say your ultimate goal?
2: (laughs) My ultimate goal, and it's been like that for a while, so everything I work towards is to be an Olympian. I want to not only be an Olympian, but win a gold medal. Like, mm-hmm. I want to win at that level. So everything I do day to day is to reach that goal.
0: Love it. All right, Paige, you're
1: up. Uh, For me, I mean, like I said, I'm, like, very present right now, like, yeah. that mindfulness. So, like, for me, like, I want to be an All-American this year. Yeah. Like, I got the defense, and I'm working on the offense, and I think, like, I have everything it takes. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd say All-American and then – Next after that would be Olympian too. Like it's always the big dream. Both yeah. of
0: us Olympians. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Maybe you guys would be playing on Play the same guys. team. Yeah, well, you yeah. would say. We'll, we'll, we'll flash back to this podcast. I'll I'll make a some content <laughs> where you guys are both playing on the same team each other. would be awesome. Cool. No, um, really appreciate um both you guys sitting down. I thought it was a pretty cool opportunity to have both you guys here and um you know we could talk through and I think you guys will help a lot of um and again another thing that um you know Paige you and I have talked about and um, Elena like now you're kind of stepping into that stage as well is like there's so many players that are. Um, you naturally at some point, like there's just a bunch of players that start looking up to you and in, to you it feels like, oh, it's just another day, right? It's yeah. just like that. And all of a sudden now, you know, again, like they start wanting your autograph and they want to talk to you, you know, after the game and they want to, you know, do X, Y, and Z. And then they want, you know, they especially, um, you know, Leonard, you're about to get to that place of, uh, you know, you sign with a team and then, OK, now everybody knows that you're the girl that is signed with X, you know, whoever. Mm-hmm. Um, and also now they want advice. They want, you know, they want to know and they, they're watching how you work and they they do those things. And just like you did with everybody else or, you know, just like you're going to do when you're hitting with Paige or, you know, where that is and like taking in like their advice. And um, so I think it's cool that you guys can kind of sit back and share that with everybody. And yeah, yeah I think it'd be some cool things uh, there as well. So um, but until next time, farm system out.